Hello and welcome to Embrace Relief with Chelsea Winterholler. I am a certified life coach who helps moms embrace the relief that comes from finding emotional freedom around your child's future. I have had a child die, I have a child who experiences anxiety, and I have a child who lives with a life-threatening allergy. And I used to go at facing it all alone. The worry and fear completely consumed me until I found a life coach who would help me process all of the emotions that I was having about my children's futures. I am so excited to help you on this journey and watch you in turn help your kids. This is episode 81, Back to Basics, Why Thoughts Matter. Hello, hello. Last week, we dug into the stories that our brains tell us. And I just know, out of experience and because I teach it to you all of the time, that when we take a minute to separate the stories in our brains from the facts of a situation, perspective comes. And I love perspective. This week, we are going to talk about why our thoughts matter in the first place. And when it comes down to it, humans truly believe that our circumstances create how we feel. So when our plane gets delayed, we feel frustrated. Or when someone tells you that they don't like your shirt, you feel offended. Or when you see that your husband didn't make the bed, you feel underappreciated. When your child gets diagnosed with a food allergy, you feel stressed. When there are 47 things on the floor in your living room, you feel overwhelmed. I'm sure you are all nodding your heads right now because each of the examples that I gave you was a circumstance followed by a feeling. And us as humans, we walk around in this world like that is the truth of the matter. But guess what? It's not. I want to teach you something that happens in between the fact that is present in our lives and a feeling that comes into our bodies. I really want you to think about that. There is something that happens between a fact or a circumstance and how we feel about it. And that thing is a thought. We have a thought and then we have a feeling. So when we see the bed that our husband didn't make this morning, we think he never cares about me. And we feel frustrated. Okay, when we see that there are 47 things on the floor in our living room, this is a circumstance, you guys. It just is. It can be proven in a court of law. And we think this mess will take forever to clean up. We feel overwhelmed because of the thought, not because of the 47 things on the floor. We know that a thought causes the emotion in our body, not the 47 things, because there are other people in the exact same situation who see those 47 things on the ground in the living room and they don't feel overwhelmed. 
So if someone else can see the same thing that we are seeing and feel something completely different, there must be something else besides the 47 things that creates the feeling. For example, my three kids and my husband, they think a totally different thought when they see 47 things on the floor in the living room. My kids, one of them thinks, oh my gosh, I have so much cool stuff. And they feel really excited. I have another son that thinks, I could build the coolest contraption with those 47 things. And he feels inspired. He's an engineer. He loves to build things. My husband, when he sees those things on the floor, he sometimes thinks, The kids look like they had fun today and he feels content. He might even see those things on the floor and think the basketball game starts in two minutes. I'm feeling hyped about the basketball game and not even give any attention to the 47 things on the floor. You guys, if a circumstance like 47 things on a floor determined a feeling in our body, we would all feel the exact same about all of the things on the floor. But we don't because circumstances don't determine feelings in our body. I bet that you have even noticed sometimes that you feel different. When you walk into the living room and you see those 47 things on the living room floor, sometimes I think, I'm so glad I have kids to mess up my living room. And I feel really content. I don't feel overwhelmed. And the only thing that changed was the thought, not the, thir- not the circumstance. Sometimes I think that first thought that I brought up to you, that this mess will take forever to clear up right? And other times, I'm so glad I have kids to mess up my living room. I like how I feel more when I think the second thought. There have been times in my life where I wished and waited for kids to come and mess up my house. Years and years of infertility. Sometimes the mess is actually welcomed by me. Now, what about with bigger things in your life? Let's take your child's health concerns. What about your child's allergy? Your circumstances that your child has an allergy. This is a fact. It can be proven in a court of law. And you have thoughts about that fact. You might be thinking, I don't know how I will manage this for his whole life. Do you know what that thought brings? It brings stress because of the thought, not the circumstance. Some other thoughts that you might have about the circumstance of your child having an allergy are, I can't keep her safe all the time, or this just isn't fair, or my child could be exposed to any minute, or she isn't safe with anyone but me. Those are all thoughts that you have about the fact that your child has an allergy. And it's okay to have thoughts. You are a mom who is going to have thoughts. But when we find some power in our life is when we realize 
that all thoughts are optional. We don't have to allow our brains to run away and continue to constantly create fear and overwhelm and stress for years on top of years on top of years. You can feel that overwhelm and figure out what thought is creating the feeling. Those thoughts, I can't keep her safe and this isn't fair and my child could get exposed. Those thoughts all create overwhelm to me. And I figure out what the thought is. Then I get to decide if I want to keep feeling this overwhelm or not. Now, this is something that we can all relate to. A totally different example is when you're at the airport and your plane gets delayed. It's a fact that your plane got delayed. And you have lots of thoughts about that fact. One of them might be, I'm probably not going to make it to my next flight. That's a thought. And then you feel frustrated. There are people, maybe people sitting right next to you in the terminal, who, when their plane gets delayed, feel a different feeling than frustration because they are thinking a different thought than you are. They might feel relief because they're thinking, I don't want to see the other person on the other end of this traveling. So they feel relieved. Or maybe they're thinking, huh, now my next layover will be shorter. And they feel relieved. You guys are Feelings are not determined by our circumstances. They are completely determined by our thoughts. We feel overwhelmed, stress, worry, happiness, joy, fear, excitement, all because of a thought. All I want you to leave with today is that your thoughts create your feelings in every single situation, every single one. Your circumstance is not making you feel stressed. I know that you think it is. I know you're pushing back on me right now, but I promise it is not your circumstance. It's your thoughts about it that are making you feel the stress. And you know what I love? I'm actually super empowered by this truth. You create your feelings with your thoughts. That's it. That means that every feeling that you feel in your body is simply created by something in your brain and thoughts are optional. So if you want to keep feeling sad, which sometimes I do, just keep thinking what you are thinking. If you want to keep feeling excited, yeah, just keep thinking what you are thinking. If you want to keep feeling stress and overwhelm and fear, Keep thinking what you are thinking. If you want to feel a different emotion in your life, it is totally up to you. That is awesome and empowering to me. Now, I am not here to tell you to change your thoughts so that you can go from sad to happy in a matter of moments. Next week, we're actually going to talk about processing feelings and how amazing it is to actually go through the steps of feeling those big emotions. 
But this week, I just want you to recognize your thoughts. I don't want you to shame yourself for them. I want you to remind yourself that you're a human who has thoughts and that human thoughts create emotions in human bodies. Here, I want to give you just a couple of ways that you can answer your brain when it has a thought about a circumstance in your life. So the first way is that so interesting. The second way is of course. And the third way is, is it true? Let's dig into the first way. That's so interesting. These are my three favorite words in response to a thought. That's so interesting. I love to talk to my brain. I love to tell it that's so interesting that I hear the diagnosis of my son's allergy and then I immediately jump to the thought this is going to be so hard and that my brain also thinks she will never be safe again. That is so interesting that my brain chooses those thoughts out of all of the thoughts in the universe. Huh. So interesting. I could be thinking, so glad we live in today's day and age with great doctors, or so glad it's not cancer. Or I could be thinking, yay, he's not allergic to popcorn. We love popcorn. (laughs) But instead, I'm choosing his life is going to be so hard. I wonder why I'm choosing to think that. That is so interesting. You guys, you can just get curious about what is going on in your brain for you right then. You can become an observer of your thoughts, not a judger of them. You don't have to sit here and judge yourself. I don't think thoughts are wrong. I think we have thoughts and we get to choose what we do with them. And I choose to first get curious about them and just observe them. The second thing that I love to do is say two words, of course, of course I am feeling stressed right now. I am telling myself that my child's whole life is going to be hard and I believe it to my core. It makes total sense that this would feel pretty heavy to me right now. I believe that of course are two of the most compassionate words in the English language. Show yourself some compassion. Of course you feel big feelings and anxiety and worry and fear. You are thinking a lot of thoughts about your child's future that make you feel those feelings. Of course you are. And that's okay. And remember, next week, we're going to dive into allowing those big emotions and helping them dissolve in a very short amount of time and how to teach your kids about it. I I really believe that we want to teach ourselves that no emotion is too big or too scary for us. I can't wait to talk to you more about that. The next three words that I love are, is it true? Now, we talked about these three words a little bit last week, but just because your child is 
diagnosed with an allergy doesn't mean that their life will be hard. Just because your child is choosing a different path than you might imagine for them doesn't mean that their life will be hard. Different, yes, but hard is a very relative term, you guys. Some days of their life might be hard. Some moments might be tricky. Other moments might be really easy. But the only fact is that you're diagnosed with an allergy. So thinking the thought, their whole life is going to be hard, just is not the truth. What about those 47 things on the living room floor? You're telling yourself that it's going to take forever to clean them up. Is that true? That thought is causing you so much overwhelm. How long is forever anyway? I don't even know. But forever is probably about 1 billion more minutes than it will actually take you to clean up the mess. That is for sure. These three words, is it true, can give so much perspective. They can bring so much clarity. If you still aren't convinced, let me give you one more short example. If our circumstances created our feelings, everyone would feel the same about the line at the grocery store. So you're in a line and there's 10 people in front of you. And what are you thinking? But you can think of something right now. I would probably be thinking, this is going to take forever. And I would feel impatient. Now, another person right next to me might think, sweet, I have time to read this entire magazine and I don't even have to pay for it. And they feel excited. You guys, if a line with 10 people in front of us at the grocery store was able to create a feeling, we would all feel the same. All of us would feel impatient or all of us would feel excited. But guess what? Lines don't create feelings. Thoughts create feelings. One of the most powerful things that I do in my day is to write down thoughts that come to my brain about certain circumstances. You can do it about a fake one, like the line at the store. Write down every thought, a whole page worth, things that might come to your mind if there was 10 people in front of you and only one checker. Then go back through that same list of thoughts and write down the emotion the thought creates right next to it. This simple, simple exercise will teach your brain so much. It will teach your brain that circumstances don't create feelings. Thoughts do. Getting it all out on paper is so freeing to me. So if I can't stop worrying about my son's diagnosis or my child's choices or the words that the person at the grocery store said to me, I really take time to write them all down then to figure out what emotions were created by those thoughts. And then I get curious about them. I use those three tools I gave you of that's so interesting and of course, and is it true to show myself some compassion and to help myself find some clarity? Then just love yourself anyway. <laughs> love yourself through these feelings. 
I promise that when you start recognizing your thoughts, you will start to see the connection between your thoughts and your feelings. Your thoughts matter, my friends, and you are completely in charge of them. If this resonated with you today, I want you to do two things. Go to my website and set up a completely free consult. We can talk one-on-one. We can figure out what areas of your life you want to zoom in on and really figure out what emotions are fueling you today. And second, I would love you to share this podcast with a friend. If it resonated with you, it will definitely help them too. I'll see you soon, friends.